Hello all, Tuesday, February 20, the big sports breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening and the teams are jetting off. Saw the Bunnies there last night off to Vegas for their season opener against Manly. Coming up uh, on uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend, Sunday week, our time of course. So we're just about here for season 2024 in the NRL uh, yesterday, there was the NBA All-Star Game. Absolute waste of time. Players barely even trying. Certainly weren't trying at one iota on defense. 211 to 186. Uh, the score says it all as the East beat the West over there in the States. Uh, we're on the eve of the New Zealand tour. The Aussies over there. We've got the first T20 in Wellington tomorrow. And very sad news in regards to very elegant 11-time Group 1 winner, Melbourne Cup winner, of course, in 2021. Sadly, the news that she died giving birth to her first foal over in Ireland. Uh, the foal also, sadly, died as well. Very sad news there yesterday uh, coming through. In equestrian, yes, equestrian, great news because Shane Rose can return to riding, competitive riding. He apparently hasn't breached the code of conduct for wearing a mankini in a fancy dress event. Sanity prevails. Loza, morning to you, mate. How are you? Good morning, Mido. Good morning, Pup. Well done to Equestrian Australia. It didn't need to get to that, but they handled it quickly and they came up with the right result. So Shane Rose can continue on trying to compete in the Olympics. I've never heard as much garbage in my life <laughs> yesterday. Did you make some calls story. after the show? No, I didn't make some calls, but I was quite happy for Shane to be vindicated mm. that he has done nothing wrong. What's going wrong in the world? Mm. It was a bit of fun. It was a dress-up day. We were there, well, not we, but people were there to have a bit of a laugh. Uh, on the text line, morning, boys, is Pup wearing his mankini today after yesterday? Morning to you, mate. How are you? Morning, lads. Morning to our listeners. No, no mankini. Uh, jocks and socks are on, though, let me tell you. But, um, yeah, I'm with you, Loz. I think it's a load of rubbish. Fancy dress. Unless there's rules and regulations around fancy dress, things you can't wear. I didn't see any of that in the fine print. So, yeah, play on. But uh, good for a questioner and to get some publicity. No, I was about they, to say. They probably wouldn't mind. Maybe, uh, maybe it's, you know, it was their way of getting it. Maybe we're Cagey play, you reckon? Yeah. Genuine... Well, publicity well, that they've had. No, I'm glad we helped them out. If that's what they're after, mm. then the least we can do. But yeah, Aussie boys, 2020 boys over in New Zealand. Um, heard Davy Warner's press conference yeah. yesterday. Well, I listened to it, and I think Davy was talking about uh, the New Zealand supporters, not the New Zealand players. No, of course he was. He was talking about. The, the abuse he's copped in the crowd. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I think some people might have thought that it was, he was talking about New Zealand players were get, had, had been getting had got personal with him. Oh right, and, no, yeah, no, I, I didn't take that at all. Okay, that's good. It. Yeah, that's good. I, I that, it, he was talking about the abuse from over the fence. Yeah, well, it was all that had been all the a lot of it was. Remember, they wore the Sunny Bill Williams um, face masks. That's right. You know That's they right. they had they had those on in the crowd, and I'm sh- look. There, there's stuff. Well, there's personal stuff, or there's sledging, or there's banter, whatever you want to call it. Every country you go to, um, you know, the crowd finds a way to try to get under your skin, and and 
I would imagine we're as good as any country oh, at it. Without a doubt. I would hate to field on the boundary in Australia, put it that way. I reckon you'd cop your fair share as um, an overseas cricketer. So I think you, yeah, you take it with a grain of salt. You, you know, whatever that, Matt, I'll never forget the shit I copped around all the Lara Bingle yeah. stuff. Oh, my God. Mate, people with signs and all mm. sorts. So you just, I think you just got to try and, like, have a bit of a laugh and mm. don't take it too seriously. And uh, like I say, I feel like, well, you'd see it, you would have seen it every day in rugby league laws. When you're playing at a different venue, <laughs> you got some home, you got home fans, they'd find anything yeah. to sledge you yeah, with. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> venues were different to others. <laughs> yeah. Some were nice. Uh, and you didn't cop as much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, not, and the sledges, nice, and the nice sledges weren't that bad. Nice like nice playing thing, at North yeah. Sydney Oval, the sledging yeah. wasn't nah. bad, you know. Well, when they'd never beat you, <laughs> it was but, hard to do. But, you know, <laughs> you, get, you go to some venues and, yeah, yeah. it's pretty hostile. Yeah, I'm sure Dave I'll tell you what, though, Origin Night, they don't miss you. <laughs> Origin Night, sure. Queenslanders don't miss Probably you. Probably still to this day, Laws. Well, I walk with my head down. <laughs> I don't... You never get stopped. Mm. You don't get stopped. Because once you stop and start talking, then people just unload. Davey's played just two of his 112 tests in New Zealand. Only ever played two tests in New Zealand. There you go. D Warner, both back in 2016, which is, mm. uh, I guess, what he was alluding to in that news conference yesterday. Uh, and, he, and he says, you know, if they have to get personal, that's their character. So he was sort of... Uh, <laughs> Going at the New Zealand fans before it's even started yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, for, this will be his last... Well, he's coming to the end, isn't he? He's yeah. basically said that the T20 World Cup, that's the end for him as far as international cricket is concerned. So, uh, yeah, his uh, last tour, I guess, mm. before that. Interesting to see who they play in these two T20s, what 11 they go with. Um, and then after that, it is, uh, it's the World Cup. It's a T20 World Cup mm. in the West Indies and in America. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see what... Um, the one for me is Steve Smith. If he, makes, if he makes the World Cup squad of 15, but more importantly, if he's selected to play. I feel like someone like Smitty, and I've said it before, the stage of his career, if he's not going to be in your starting 11, I think you're better off picking a youngster, but... Mm. I know he's by the sound. Well, by the sounds of it, he's still very keen to be to be in that starting eleven, and probably wants to open the batting. I would imagine in that format. Uh, just on the text line, morning boys. What's your predictions for the Knights this year? Ask Chris. Will Chris hold fire? Because uh, we're continuing our NRL previews team by team today. Loz has got two covered. He's got the Roosters and the Sharks. As we're going in reverse order from the ladder from last season. That means the Knights will be up tomorrow. Uh, but the Roosters and Sharks previewing them today. Big show today. Adam Pengilly, of course, is over in the UK because he's covering the World Club Challenge. And we'll speak to him in uh, about half an hour's time, just over half an hour's time. Wigan and Penrith. So at 7 a.m. Sunday morning our time. And Penrith have a very unhealthy record. They're 0-3 in the World Club Challenge, in fact. Uh, in 1991... They lost to Wigan 21-4. 2004, they lost to Bradford 22-4. And then, of course, last year, and a couple of years were wiped out due to the pandemic, but last year when St. Helens came over here, they beat Penrith 13-12. So 
Looking to win it for the first time. Wigan, by the way, have lost Luke Thompson, ex-Bulldog, due to concussion. He suffered a concussion round one. Such an advantage, the fact they've already got a game. Loz uh, in, obviously, the Super League, but under their belts. And their conditions. And, and the conditions. It, it'll be cold over there. Um, but Penrith, I, I think they would have been stung by their performance last year, losing out here against St. Helens. Um, and I think they know what to expect this time around. Um, so I think they'll be better prepared. I think they go over there and they'll try and put their best foot forward. And as you quite rightly mentioned, they've never won a World Club Challenge. So that's something that they all want to tick off too. And, and have that trophy in their cabinet. So I, I would expect this Penrith side, um, even though it's different from last year with a couple of uh, people not playing, uh, in particular Crichton and Luai mm. not, not being there, uh, it'll be tougher. But, you know, they've shown in the past, they've got so much depth. They've got that next man up mentality. They get the job done. But it'll be, it'll be a tight game. But I still reckon Penrith will come away with a, with a win. I reckon we're going to value I'll probably take them plus five and a half. Uh, dollar forty-eight. Uh, the Panthers Wigan two dollars sixty uh, in that market with Tab and uh, Jared Daffy will give us the latest odds later today as well. Uh, we've got Fleur McIntyre, Sydney Kings assistant coach. She'll join us as well. All of a sudden, the Kings got a chance. They're in that well that uh, elimination playing game against the New Zealand Breakers coming up. Denny Widler's back. Did I see he's been skiing? Yes, I think he's. Uh, I did see I he's skiing. Yes, some holiday. Then he doesn't Wydler. strike me as a skier. Well, he's certainly got mm. some footage of him on the slopes. Put it that way. Whether he just had the attire on, oh or no, he no, was no. Oh, I could imagine um, now that you've said it that uh, he's a skier. But just when you look at Denny, he just doesn't seem to me to be a skier. That's all. I thought he'd be more a uh, like beachy sort of man. Because he lives around your way, doesn't he, Pop? He's Rose Bay now. Yeah, his, his skin's not good for the sun. No, I suppose. Yeah, mm. fair point. Mm. So anyway, we'll ask him what he's been up what, to in on. the summer. What skin is good for the sun? Well, I suppose, you know, that sort of brownie olive skin. Mm, don't be so sure. We can all get sunburn. Well, there's no doubt about that. Mm. But we can all get skin you cancer. We can all get skin cancer. Sunscreen oh. on, Mido. Get it on. Well, Us, we've got me. no choices. No choice, you yeah. and I. Oh, it's, yeah, it's always, always going. I've had skin cancer taken out. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, who else we got on today? Jared Daffy, I mentioned. Semisoni Tokiaho uh, as well from the Chiefs and All Blacks hooker. He's played 30 tests for the All Blacks. Super Rugby starts this week. Uh, so we'll chat to him. Where do you reckon that's going to go? Oh, the whole competition interest? is complete regeneration. Mm. Have you got any interest in it? Very low. How do they get people interested in Super Rugby? What uh, do they have to do? Keep buying a few leagueies. <laughs> <laughs> Without that's, doing that. That's a good start. Well, you need the Australian <laughs> sides across the board to be more competitive. And unfortunately, the situation with the Melbourne Rebels is... Well, they haven't even started selling tickets this weekend. <laughs> oh, they, they can't they pay they their catering did. bill. Oh, they, they, yeah. They've paid the bill, haven't they? Yeah, as of 3 o'clock yesterday, right. wow. they started selling tickets. That's a dreadful situation. But that's a bit of short-term pain for, for long-term gain, I think, what's going on there with the Rebels. And, and we, we need to make it more competitive across mm. players getting professional contracts in Australian rugby because I hate to say it, there's a lot of mediocrity 
as far as I don't know how you we, fix we it. don't have the talent to fit. I just fit, don't know fit, how you're going to fix it. Fill because no one's interested teams. in Super Rugby. No, no, I'm, I'm, I agree, Lawrence. So I think there'd be more chance if they got back to the domestic comp. Mm. But had, is that is that going to weaken the national team by not having that exposure against international mm. players every week? I, I, I For sure, know. it would. You know. But something needs to be done. No, it needs a refresh. Back page of the Courier-Mail in Queensland. Uh, Injury drama. Ezra hits ground running uh, is the headline there. So uh, a positive and a slight negative for the Broncos heading towards their season opener in Vegas against the Roosters. So Ezra Mam cleared of a groin injury. Brendan Piakura, so he copped an MCL injury. Luckily, it's not. You know, obviously the ACL, but an MCL injury suffered in that 46-20 to 20 win over North Queensland. So he's in a race to be fit for the Broncos season opener in Vegas. And Loz, he's the likely replacement for Kurt Capewell in that back row. And he was good on the weekend as well. Uh, they've always identified him as a young back rower that was going to play a lot of first grade into the future. And hence the reason why they've allowed Capewell to, to walk. Um I don't know whether you'd be risking a player like him, though, early in the season with a medial ligament. Um, you know, and in particular, if you're jumping on a flight mm. to go over to to New Zealand, obviously, depending on the seriousness of it, uh, if it's only a grade one, might be okay. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I don't know with the Broncos what they'll do with him. But one thing I do know is what they showed us early in that second half against a understrength Cowboys side, they've just got plenty of points in them. And they'll be the same as last year. When they turn it on, they'll put points on sides pretty quickly. They've just got so much attack. But it'll come down to how they defend. And if they've got the same attitude as they did last year, uh, they'll be a serious threat for the competition. The season of hope and optimism. Fantastic Four. Also on the back page of the Courier-Mail, Queensland Quartet backed for finals glory. Uh, Corey Parker is uh, quoted in this article, essentially saying all four Queensland sides can be in the finals. Oh, there's no reason why they can't. I think if they all play well, you'd be thinking they'll make the finals. No, I think the Titans under Dez will it. improve. No, well, you don't know. How do, you, how do you know? I don't for? know. I'm just making a statement. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. Well, They're I, kidding I, themselves. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say they can't um, because I, I think they've all got pretty decent rosters this year. And for different reasons, I think they've got reason to be excited about why they might have success. Um, tell you what, though, when you look at the top sides from last year, like just on paper, but they, they don't possibly look as strong because they've lost a couple of key players. You've got a couple of teams that have improved, but have they improved enough to, to knock off the Penrith and the Broncos? I don't, I don't know. And, and, and some of those teams right down below, I think they've improved. And hence I keep talking about, I think it'll be a very close, tight comp. I, I think anyone on their day will be able to win. Story in the back page of the Sydney Morning Herald, Turbo turns to ballet in bid to stay injury-free. So this story is just saying that he's uh, Manly's new high, head of high performance who uh, has actually been working with Eddie Jones uh, for the past few years. So he has uh, introduced some sort of 
ballet exercises and stretches, I suppose, to help mm. with it's his It's not the first time I've heard someone doing stuff like this. Okay. I'm sure it's happened in other sports or Definitely. other rugby league players. Mm. I, I, I'm pretty confident. I'm not sure who, but it's... It'd just be flexibility, mobility, this, that type of I have of heard about this yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, it's not like he's putting a 2-2 two, two on. Hey, it's mm. like you get, but you get a strength and conditioning coach that was work with uh, gymnasts. So all of a sudden now you're trying to become a gymnast or work mm. with the ballet. So now you're trying to become a ballerina. No, that's not what is happening. They've just got someone that has been in that field that, you know, mm. is trying to, I don't know. Again, be some stuff get the best out of the, Yeah, definitely. Get the best out of the individual yes. or the team. And, yeah, that, I think that's, that's smart. Look across all sports where you can find, you know, people... You won't find any athlete stronger than a gymnast. What they can do is phenomenal. You know, so why wouldn't you take... If it is flexibility, if it is mobility, if it's... You know, why do you use a, a running coach for, for running, for sprinting? Because that's their expertise. It's just... I reckon it's brilliant that you see that in, in all sports. Boz's Heart Relief is back page of the Daily Telegraph and uh, just a story here about uh, how Mark Bosnich, I think on set on stand at the Champions League coverage last week, just uh, had to sort of leave us, had some uh, heart, or well, you know, obviously felt tight in the chest and uh, went and got tested and, you know, how he's made up with Robbie Slater and a bit of a, bit of a yarn there and uh, also uh, simply regret after tackle Crusher's young gun. So uh, Toff Sipley, the manly player, has taken the early plea for that crusher tackle on Dom Young. So Sipley misses three matches. He's, he's extremely remorseful in this article, saying he's truly sorry about what happened. There was no intent. It was an accident. He's been trying to get a hold of Dom Young as well and really wants to apologise to him face-to-face, acknowledging that he's robbed Young and himself, by the way, of that game in Vegas. So uh, as just says, it's one of those split, you know, Second decisions in a, in a, in a game yeah, of footy I, that can happen. I, I, I believe him too. I, I don't think there's any intent there. I think it was um, certainly uh, hurt Dom Young, um, but I don't think his intentions were to go into that tackle to make a crusher uh, and to ruin Dom Young's chances of going over there to Vegas. It was just a split-second decision. He came down on top of him. He got caught in an awkward situation, Dominic Young. Uh, but first... And foremost, hopefully Dom Young's okay and hopefully he's not out for too long because he's got some real star power and firepower uh, that the Roosters will need this season. Um, but Manly, they'll go over there confident. They haven't played a lot of their players in the trials. A lot of their first-choice players will have their first hit out in Vegas. So that'll be interesting to see how they go with the timing. Um, and I reckon you know, they'll notice a difference in the fields um, mm. you know, being 63 metres wide. Um, you know, they're not going to have a lot of room mm. to move the ball. I, th- I think they're unders games for sure. Well, you'd like to think with the way that teams defend now, it'll be hard to score. Um, you might have to look at ways to get points through kicks and other opportunities. But, yeah, when you look at how many tries are scored where the opposition are coming across and they score just inside the line, you take mm. five metres yeah. off off, off the width of a football field, they're going to cover that easy. Good defending sides, which they all are.